0: You're listening to Tab Talks, talking about self and everything else. And now, your host, Tabitha Noble. Welcome back to another episode of Tab Talks with me, Tabitha Noble, a.k.a. Tab, a.k.a. Put it on my tab. I hope you guys are all feeling great today. We have the full moon coming up tomorrow, so we have a lot of energy out here right now. Energy should be at its peak, and we are here. Like always, welcome. If this is not your first time, welcome back. And we always start off every episode by just being still, taking a few moments to breathe, and just be present. So if you are able to at this time we are going to close our eyes just feel just be be present we are going to begin by taking a deep inhale through our nose and a big exhale out of our mouth inhale through the nose And exhale out of the mouth. Inhale through the nose. And exhale out of the mouth. Inhale through the nose. And exhale out of the mouth. Inhale through the nose. Exhale out of the mouth. As we relax our body, we relax our mind. It's not about quieting the mind. It's just about breathing, being still, and being present. Breathe in through the nose. And exhale out of the mouth. Breathe in through the nose, and exhale out of the mouth. One more deep breath in through the nose, and exhale out of the mouth. We're going to roll our necks. Roll our shoulders backward. Roll our shoulders frontward. And we are here. You all know that I love to do that with you guys. If this is your first time joining us, I love to do the breathing exercise at the beginning of all of our episodes because wherever we are in the world, most of the time, We already are having a day. If you're just waking up, something may have just happened or your mind has clicked into reality of what your day may bring or what you have to do on your to-do list. Or if it's nighttime where you are, you already have a day of all those things, of doing things and having to do things. So just taking that moment to yourself and just breathing and being present and just letting that worry and those thoughts just go. Just at least for however many minutes that you listen to me for the day. Just just be present. Be here. You showed up for yourself. As always, I speak about self-development. I speak about a lot of things. But most of, most of all, it involves self. So you have showed up for yourself. And congratulations. Give you a little applause for that. So today on this segment, I did want to speak about becoming yourself on whatever journey it may be, your spiritual journey, your self journey, Um, shedding those layers that you have built up over time, the person that you have become because of trauma and things like that. Because nine times out of 10, that's who we build up a person because we're guarded things happen in our life that hurt us or whatever the case may be or make us happy or that thrill that we have and we create a person out of those things so usually that's not who we are so when you do decide to get on the path of self-discovery and trying to figure out who you are getting let's say getting back to who you are because as we all know when you are a child you are your most natural form of yourself even cuz you're pure your pure is genuine you don't have a care in the world you don't think about what others think of you and i'm i'm saying child N- not to that age where you get to where you start figuring out and start looking outside of yourself we all go through that process too but there is a point in your childhood that you are just authentically yourself So when people you hear people saying um, doing like child trauma, things like that type of work, that's what they're saying is getting back to who you were. Because what happened in your childhood that that turned on that switch of, okay this is who I am. This is who I'm going to become. This is who I'm going to portray to the world that I am. So I just want to speak a little bit about that. And just understanding that when you do start that journey, it's not going to be easy. Sorry to tell you, if you see these people out here that are just so in love with their selves or whatever the case may be, most of the time you're on the outside looking in anyways, but they may have gotten to that point where their aura is seeping that that is what they give off because they have got to that point but At the beginning of that journey for them, it was not easy. The beginning of that journey was hard for them. The beginning of that journey was ugly for them. The beginning of that journey was maybe what you may call it low vibrational or depressing. And all of these things, all of these things that we look at in a negative concept, that's what the beginning of the journey is. Sorry to tell you, it is when i began my spiritual journey it was because of a loss i lost someone that was very close to me and i was at i i might have been at my lowest at that time because of course at that time i didn't process death as i do now so it was way harder on me back then it was way harder on me back then and at the time, I did. I was low. I was vibrating low. So, I took on a lot of energies and entities around me that I shouldn't have. But I was blind. I was blind at the time because I didn't even know how to feel within myself, let alone to how to how to feel outside of myself. I didn't even see these people for who they are because I really wasn't even seeing. I re- I wasn't seeing. You know how something happens to you and it's like you're up and you're present and you may be doing all these things, but like subconsciously you're not there. So you forget some of the things that you do or some of the steps that you have taken during the day because you weren't thinking. Your mind just literally wasn't thinking. I do it all the time, even still now. I leave out my door and go on with my day. And then at some point in my day, I'd be like, did I lock my door when I left home? Because subconsciously, we do things, we do things consciously, but subconsciously, we don't even recognize that we do them or remember that we did them. So when I was going through those times in my life, I I just was like a zombie, honestly. My my avatar was just a shell. My body literally was just a shell. I can't tell you how I was feeling or what, because I just don't know. I really don't. But when I start beginning to find who I was spiritually and things like that. I started getting into things that now I, I'm i like, I'm not going to say I'm disappointed in myself because it's a part of my journey. It was a part of my path. But I was very, I wouldn't, I'm going to say what it is. I was very dark. I was. I was very dark. I was operating from a dark space. I I just was. I wasn't the loving person that I am now as far as um, understanding that you have to lead with love. I was not. I was not. I was ready to fight fire with fire, if we could just say it in the simplest terms. I was ready to fight fire with fire. And that's not healthy. That's not a healthy space to be in because at the end of the day, no one's going to win. No one's going to win. I don't care how big and bad you think you are. If you want to, oh, somebody does something to you, I'm going to do this back or I, because they did it to me. That's not a win. Because a lot of people, they just want your attention. They just want love. And you just got to give them back. Give, it, give them that back. You just got to give them that back. And you, that comes with understanding. Because I'm telling you this because I wasn't there at one point in my life. And when you first hop off the porch, as we say, it's not going to be like, oh, yeah, I got this. This is I've been doing this all my life. No, it's like when you learn how to ride a bike, when you're learning how to ride a bike, you may fall off the bike one time, two times, three times. But guess what? You're getting back up and you're getting on the bike and you're trying it again. You're getting back on the bike. You're trying it again. No matter how hurt you were from falling off the bike or whatever, you're going to get back up and try again. Even in our minds, we think like, oh, I'm going to get it the first time. No, you're not. You're not. A good example for that for me would be actually yesterday. Um, I went to a cycling class. I cycle. I cycle often, actually, but I hadn't cycled in a few weeks because the book release and things like that, I just wasn't in... I'm used to going where I go to cycle. So if I'm not in a space to go there, I usually don't like to go cycling in the other places. I will go somewhere else if I'm going away too long. But I hadn't been cycling in a few weeks. So when I'm cycling and things like that yesterday, I had to get off the bike and go throw up. It just is what it is. I had to throw up. It was on my stomach and I got off the bike And I, but once I was done throwing up, I got back on my bike. I got back on the bike and the girl next to me was like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. And so I rode, rode. And then when we got off the bike, you know, she asked me and I told her, she's like, "Wow, you got back on the bike though? Yes. Because guess what? Life isn't going to be easy. Even though I felt like I had to throw up, I wasn't ready to quit. Yesterday was not my best ride, but I didn't quit. I showed up and I did it for myself most importantly I record myself on the bike all the time I was recording myself and when we were doing we were doing the push and I just dropped my head at the end of the push my I dropped my head and you could just see my body my whole I was I was beat but guess what you could see on the camera too what I did on the video I lift my head back up and my head was still in the game So dropping your head or falling or getting off for a moment, it is okay. As long as you get back up. We have to get back up. When life knocks you down, get back up. That's what healing and that's what becoming yourself, that is the journey. That is the journey. Everything, like I said, is not going to be pretty from the beginning. And I dang sure don't be looking pretty on the bike. <laughs> I make the ugliest faces because when I ride the bike, my my strong suit is pushing. I'm gonna be honest. I can push. I can put the resistance up very high. Probably the highest I've been on the resistance of a, a of the bike is um, probably like 22, and that's high. That's very high. Your bike starts at zero. I don't even know how high the bike goes up because I've never tested it, but I've been at 22 on the bike. So, when you sprint, let's just say a healthy sprint, you're going to be like at a six or a seven. So, a push, and I've pushed all the way to 22. That's just a comparison so you can see where I'm talking. But sprints are not my strong suit. They are not my strong suit. I do them just to get it done, but. I don't love sprints. I don't. Like, I like to push. I like to be heavier on the gear, and that's, like, when I can get in my bag. But they're both hard. (laughs) But guess what? I show up for myself every time, and I get it done. I used to dislike cycling. I say it a million times. I really used to dislike cycling. Now I have a fond love for cycling. I really do it's just everything in one to me. It's like a therapy session. Some of the music that um, the instructor plays and me just getting in that pocket. It's an, you're in a dark room. You're on your bike. You You don't worry about anybody else. It's just like you're really in your zone. It's like a Just that tunnel vision of being in your zone and whatever you feel. And sometimes, like when she's saying things, the instructor when she's saying things like "you can do it," you you know, push, push. When she's making us push, and you have that thought in your head like "I'm about to slow down" or "I'm about to stop" because I don't think I can go anymore. And just hearing that motivation, saying that you can do it and things like that, it it gets emotional. It gets emotional for me because I'm like, wow, you know, I can do this. I can do like I'm not gonna die. I'm not going to die on the bike. It's okay if I push till I can't push anymore. Because nine times out of ten, we get to a point where it it just hurts. So we want to stop. But guess what? You can still go more. You can go longer. Don't stop. On your healing journey, don't stop. As hard as you go, as hard as you get knocked down, get back up and keep going. Get back up and keep going for you. Do it for yourself because you'll look back on it and say, I'm glad that I kept going. Even if you steer away from your journey and you fall short or you fall back into old habits and things like that, you'll get back into your groove. Don't be too hard on yourself. You'll get back into your groove. And when you do, you're going to say, I'm glad that I got knocked off for a second, but I'm even happier that I... Got back on. Because you owe this all to you. We like to think of things um, like as a breakup. Like, oh, yeah, I'm about to get on, start working out, and start looking good so I can make the other person mad. That's low vibrational thinking. We all been there. But when you start doing those things and you start really showing up for yourself yourself, You'll you'll understand that it's bigger than that person. You won't even care. That's not even going to be a thought in your mind anymore. When you start seeing the results in your body and you start seeing the results in your mind, if you start working on yourself and you're just seeing the results in yourself, you won't even care about that person because that's not even a thought. Look at you. And then when you start healing and you start appreciating who you are, That person that you were also overheals about nine times out of ten, you won't even be attracted to them anymore. Because that's not you anymore. You You have shed that skin. That avatar that you were wearing at that time is not yours anymore. When you begin to heal, a lot of people... And things, they have to go. Because a lot of us are walking around with somebody else's energy on us that's not even ours. It's not even ours. It's not even you. We're sleeping with people. We're dealing with people. We're hanging around people that we are taking on their energies. That's not even ours. It's not yours. Who are you? I know this was the last episode. The last episode was "Who Are You," but who are you? Like I said in the in the beginning, it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be ugly. But trust the process because it will get pretty. It will get prettier. Will I say it's will it get easy? Uh, I don't. I wouldn't say easy. But you will have an understanding. You will have a better understanding. You will know where you're going and allow yourself to go to wherever that is. Without having to be a stickler about it or having too much control over what it is and how and why. Just let it be. I'm so thankful, as always. That I'm able to be a vessel and be the voice for a lot of people who don't have a voice and don't know even how to have a voice. I'm thankful that I can be that. We are all human at the end of the day, no matter how spiritual a person is or whatever the case may be, you're human. And you're going to have human experiences. As much as I say all of this, I'm still human. I, I'm not. I'm not above that. I'm not above being human at all. I I I chose this, and I'm here. So just be prepared. When when it's time for you to step off the porch, you'll do it. And you may need. Like I'm a self-development coach. You may need that. You may need a like a trainer like you're going to the gym. You may need a therapist. You may need a psychologist. You may need those things because it's not easy. And you don't have the answers, especially at the beginning. You do not know. You don't know. You're literally like starting from scratch. So... Get ready. If you are already on your journey, I applaud you. And you're not alone. Even if you're starting your journey, you're still not alone because I can go and tell you literally the exact time that I started and exactly why I started more in depth than what I'm saying now. I could do that because I know in my heart, I know. I can't tell you as from my childhood exactly what triggered me to become more so guarded and hard, as I can say. But I can tell you some stories of some things that probably that, that rubbed me the wrong way and that I didn't agree with as a child. That could be a reason why I became who I was. So you may be able to do it, too. Before I get off of here, I do want to leave you guys with an exercise that I have done in the past. And I probably will do it for the rest of my life um, whenever I see fit. If there is something that happened to you as a child, whatever it may be, whoever it may have been. Say, for example, your parents did something that hurt you. I'm just using this as an example. Write that down, like write a a letter to that person. If they're alive, if they have passed on or whatever the case may be, just write a letter to that person exactly what they did to you and how it made you feel and so on and so forth. Write it down, let it out, burn it, and you ask for forgiveness and you forgive the person that did it to you. That has helped me tremendously tremendously. I start writing things that I know in the back of my mind that has happened. And it's like in a pocket in my mind, but it doesn't bother me like I think it does. But when I begin to write those things down, very emotional, very emotional. You may cry. You may do you may feel angry again because it's going to put you right back there. And in, in that feeling exactly how you felt at that time, because you haven't allowed to let it go. You have not forgiven yourself and you have not forgiven the person. Because forgiving people for what they have done to you is just as as important as forgiving yourself. Because some things that people do, it's not intentional. It's not intentional. We think that everything, they did this to me on purpose or they did this. Yes, that does happen, but everything that people does is not intentional. If your parents didn't raise you how you feel like they should have raised you, guess what? They did the best they can as raising you as what they, from what they had and what they knew. You know, why do we beat them up? Because they did what they can. If your mother or was a single mother and she wasn't financially there like you felt like she could, she was doing the best she could. She was doing the best she could. But we'll sit there as children and be mad at your parent because they didn't buy you some Jordans one time. But your lights was on. But you had food at the table. But you mad because of how you look. And you couldn't go to school with the new Jordans. You know, we are selfish too. As children. As adults. As (laughs) old people. So do that exercise. Do that exercise. As always, um I am open to any conversation, any questions that you all have, you can write me um at put it on put it on my tab at yahoo.com is my email, but you can go on putitonmytab.org. That's my website, which you can then click contact me and it will send me an email, whatever you have to say. Also, my Instagram is always open, open to topics that you want to hear me talk about or something that you are going through that you want to hear me speak about on the podcast you can go on my instagram put it on my tab with two underscores at the end of it yeah put it on my tab two underscores at the um end and you can slide in my dms or you can send me an email put it on my tab at yahoo.com thank you all for joining me for another episode and i hope that you come back. (laughs) Thanks for checking out Tab Talks with Tabitha Noble. Make sure to come back every Wednesday for another episode.